What up? It's Cam Girl Diaries, and I'm Gary Gabagool. It's the podcast that apparently helps cam girls that are starting out, as we find out today. Today's guest is Kinky Chef. She has a culinary arts degree, and she makes custom videos and stuff. So if you want to check her out, links are below in the description, Twitter and Instagram, which will lead you to, you know, wherever. And this was a great conversation. I learned a lot. I seem to learn a lot every time now but uh yeah we i mean we get into everything but one of the things that i found because like with this podcast i don't know what you know like what is it gonna be exactly like what is it i have no idea and i didn't think i'd find out for a while but it seems not only are we learning about like you know the cam girl lifestyle and like learning about cam girls and finding cam girls that we might want to check out you know, see what they do on whatever platform they are on, but also to help cam girls, like cam girls starting out. We got into a lot of it of how, you know, how difficult it is. Like, we don't think how difficult it is to be a cam girl. I mean, it's equal to being a YouTuber, 100%. Like, I, everything she was talking about, like, I, I fucking related to. So if you're a new cam girl, this is the spot to be at because you'll learn a lot. And if you're not a cam girl and you just want to check some cam girls out, well, this is definitely a spot because we're going to be talking to a lot of cam girls. Yeah, so go check it out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Sookie, sookie. Things all good Awesome. <laughs> man, fucking technical difficulties, man. Shit happens all the time. You ever, like, make a video or something where, like, something goes wrong? Like, it doesn't record audio or something? Every, I feel like every day I have some sort of difficulty and it's ridiculous. Today, I ran out of storage on my phone. I was recording the video and I'm, like, three minutes in out of, like, a seven-minute video and all of a sudden it shuts down and I'm just like, oh, all right, guess, guess we're not doing this. So I had to spend a half hour uploading everything onto the computers. Every time, there's something. Right? It sucks, man. Nobody thinks about that shit. <laughs> so time-consuming. It is, man. Like, that's why, I, like, I've been, you know, like, like I've been doing stuff for, like, years, and it's just, it never ends. It doesn't seem like, no matter how, what, how much you learn, like, it, it's always something, right? Yeah, technology's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but it could be worse, I guess. True, right? <laughs> but yeah, so all right. So first off, your name is Kinky Chef. I gotta say, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Sexy Chef or Kinky Chef, either way. But uh, yeah, so realistically, I, I went to culinary school, and I just didn't really know what else to call me besides a freak. So we're just gonna go with Kinky Chef. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's see, like that's what I'm saying. Like you need some, like you know, like a good name, just you know that. That that hits it so, off right away. Yeah, for sure. So so what you do? You make uh, you make custom videos. I do a little bit of everything. I do audios. I do videos. I do pictures. Um, pretty much whatever they request. I am actually extremely sexual. Um, long before OnlyFans, I've been into extreme BDSM and kink. So I pretty much just. My husband was trying to get me to do OnlyFans since COVID started, just begging me. And I'm like, nah, you know, I like, I like my life and I like my BDSM and I like my partners. Like, I like what I have. But eventually someone else was just like, you know what? You really should just give it a try, like extra money. I'm 
doing catering. So catering is way down in sales. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try it. And uh, pretty much hit the ground running. Um, I advertised a lot. It was a lot of work. I went on every platform and it was just insane how much I had to do to get to it. But I do a lot of cuckolding and a lot of extreme things that other girls aren't into. So um, I have a pretty good fan base considering. Wow. All right. So wait, so, so you started like during COVID. So what was that? Like what? Eight, nine months ago? No, <laughs> I actually started about a month ago, a month and a half, maybe um, mid-November hunting season. Eh. It was just uh, right before hunting season. I was just like, you know what? I have no catering. I have nothing going on. I, yeah, let's just do it. And so I, I actually created an account in April, added like five pictures and never touched it. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then everyone was just, oh, you should do it. You should do it. And then finally, I just, I found, I think it was on Facebook, a uh, OnlyFans group and um, just giving advice on how to get it started. And I was like, oh, that's how you do it without people knowing it's me. Cool. No one has to know my real name. Great. So I just, I ran with it at that point. And in a month and a half, I've gotten, oh, geez. I don't know. Um, I think I'm top 14% in a month and a half. So, I mean, I know there's girls that are doing better, but realistically, I feel like I'm doing pretty good considering. For a month and a half? Yeah, that's that's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'll take it. I also, like, do sales on, uh, like, separately. Like, I have some customers on MeWe that do repeat videos who, like... Like, I love doing de degradation and humiliation videos, so someone on me, we always, like, probably weekly just, hey, here, can you make me a custom video, use my name, call me a sissy, and just degrade the fuck out of me, and I, oh my god, I, I love that. So I get that, like, and I do the same thing for Snapchat customers, and uh, even on my OnlyFans, I get a lot of people who are, like, sissies or just cuckolding people, and, like, I already had a cuckolding relationship before, uh, OnlyFans happened, so I, I like I have the basis of it all. Like I, I knew what it was. Like I have a dominant, and I have a submissive, and then I have my husband, and I have a few other play partners. I have a girlfriend. It's like I have a basis of on what everything is, and from OnlyFans, it just I was able to run with it without having to do any research. So it's nice. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, like you're you're like an expert already. <laughs> I mean, not quite, but probably close right. enough, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Shit, man, that's crazy. In just a, a month and a half, like, you're you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm working my ass off. It's it's a lot of work. This it. I don't think anyone really realizes how much work is put into getting everything up and running. Um, I mean, I already had a ton of sex toys, so I was able to just kind of run with it. But I know there's girls who are just getting into it who don't own sex toys, and I'm just like, girl, you got to – like, that's a lot of my content. Like, even though I have partners and I do, I do that, but I have a lot of custom requests for just solo. Like, hey, can you fuck yourself with a dildo as hard as you can until you cry? And I'm like, yeah, I can do, but, like – you got to have the stuff that they want, you know, and it sucks to have to go out and buy it. So I can't imagine the girls starting out fresh. Um, but yeah, so there's like sex toys and clothing. Like I don't really own too much lingerie. I just, I honestly am pretty much a nudist when I'm at home. I don't wear clothes ever. Um, so it's just basically my partners, we don't really do that. So it, I had to buy some lingerie stuff and like get the lighting and the tools for everything. And like running out of space on my phone like i'm having to put stuff on a laptop now like there's a lot of money put into this it's it's quite insane actually i didn't anticipate it being this expensive to start up and go but it is what it is right yeah that seems to be like the the running theme with all of this is like you know like all the stuff that you don't think about 
you know like when you quote a price to someone like you know like they don't think about like all the you know the the stuff that goes into it and the cleanup you know the cleanup you know that can be that can be time consuming right it can oh god cleanup is oh my god people are interesting and i i don't kick shame at all like i'll do pretty much anything like there's some limits i have but not many but oh my gosh the amount of piss videos i do for people and i don't mind i'm into piss play myself a little bit like i i'm a very dominant person at times i'm a switch but i'm more dominant with my submissive and i like i i want to like face fuck him and then piss in his throat like it's just like the amount of time and effort it is to like they want you to piss on your floor and it's like is it worth it i'm gonna upcharge you a lot i'm gonna pee on the concrete like i don't know like it's there's insane stuff like the food play and i have no problem with doing any of this but people don't really think about it like i just wrecked my entire flooring and i need to clean this up it's gonna take me an hour to mops like syrup out of my shirt that's junk now like it's insane and people don't think about it at all actually surprising I know. I didn't think about it either. Then, you know, I was talking to someone about it and like, there's so, you know, it's, there's so much that you don't think about, you know? That's for sure. It's just, it's insane. Honestly, the amount, and I wouldn't have really thought about it. Like in regular scenes before this, like we go to, we would go to BDSM clubs before COVID and like, I, I know the basic cleanup and, and a lot of the stuff there, they're very particular, like with Cavicide and everything's good to go. Sorry, I have cats, so I apologize for that. They're little shits. Anyway, um, they like the clubs are super sterile and stuff. So like, if you ever get into like blood play and stuff, you have cavicide. You have to make sure you have the proper tools for it. We do medical stapling. Like, you have to have everything to make sure it's safe, but also clean just to go into it. You know, so there's. I mean, it's a lot to it. Wax play. You got to have murder sheets. Um, it's messy. It's it's. <sighs> It's a lot of work, but I mean, it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of pleasure too. So you really have to take that into consideration. You got to have fun with it, but also understand that there is cleanup and stuff. So, yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Oh shit. That's just crazy. Like that, that to me, I don't know. Like, like that's just crazy to me. Like you don't like so many, uh, you know, like when you're pricing things, you know, like, yeah. like, do you take any of that into consideration when you're quoting a price? Like, all right, this is going to take me this much time to do this and that. Or, or you just throw first. prices out there. You're just like, ah, this is what it is, fuck face. Yeah, at first I really didn't think about it. I was just like, yeah, you know what? This is about right, I think. I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm winging it. And then um, after a lot of time was spent into setting up clean up doing the video a couple times to make sure it was done right editing it and like and i don't do much editing but still it all takes time it's just you realize like okay it's not quite worth the amount of effort you're putting in if you don't charge a little bit more you know i I used to charge a lot less and i feel like now i'm up at about average pricing maybe maybe middle high on pricing um compared to all the other ladies out there i know there's people that charge way more than me but i don't think i have a, a big enough base to have people pay me that much yet until i have a better following and, and customers that want to pay more but right now i think i make a decent amount for what i do like i don't feel like i'm losing anything i think i'm a little bit above you know so i think i'm, I'm pretty fairly priced considering but at first i was I was losing money hardcore. Like I was just like, yeah, give me three dollars for this ten minute video. That's fine. That's no what what? No, no, don't do that. That's stupid. 
you got to think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even uh, it's funny you say that. Like, do you remember? I mean, it's still around that site called Fiverr, where people would do stuff for five dollars. <laughs> it was insane. Huh. Yeah, it was insane. Like, they'll do anything, like make a funny video. They'll do, uh, you know, make a website for you. A anything you could think of, they they would do on there. But it was for $5. And it got to the point where people were like, you know, and they were doing it because they want to make money. And they were, people were just like losing money left and right. So they like abolished all that. They still call it Fiverr, but now, you know, they charge the appropriate prices. But yeah, if you, you charge too little, you're fucked. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you come out behind, and it's just not even worth it. I mean, it could be fun. Like I enjoy what I do, but it's still you. You want to have it worth your time at least. So. Yeah. yeah it, I, I, it takes the fun out of it. That's interesting. Yeah, but that's true. It does take the fun out of it a little bit. Like it's fun during, and then after, it's just like, oh, look what I did. Oh, this isn't worth it anymore. So, but. You figure that out, you learn, you up your prices just a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have some pretty good, um, some pretty good fans, really. Um, they, they're pretty open to paying what I say. No one really argues. I have, a, I mean, there's a couple people. There's always those people that are just like, oh, here, I'll give you $2 for 20 pitchers. Like, sorry, man, like not, not quite my range, but, uh, you know, I, double that and maybe i'll give you five pictures like i'll negotiate with you but you know you gotta don't treat me like shit and i'll treat you right like i feel like i'm a very personable person like i get to know my fans i i kind of know what everyone likes i kind of put a little note in their title and just you know whenever i make content that relates to them i'll always just send it along and and if they're like a good fan they tip a lot i'll always give them discounts like i i feel like i have a good base and i make good relationships with everyone including my fans so it's kind of nice to find those type of people in this situation right yeah no it seems like there's a lot like that's what it is like like a lot of them like like your your good fans and everything like they you know like they respect you and it's like a you know you're doing a transaction like yeah i know what i want just you know that's that's what i want and thanks exactly most of them treat you with respect i mean you always have a couple of the people that are crappy but overall i mean you can't complain too much when you have um, people that are nice enough. And a lot of the people I work with are like worshiping type, you know, like they just worship the ground I walk on because I call them a, a sissy little bitch and, and they, they eat it up and I love it. Like it's, that's my kink or one of my kinks. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. And I enjoy having that relationship with them anyway. Like it's fun to just get to know what they like and just force it in their face and um, they eat it up. So it's great. Yeah, that sounds real stress relieving too. Like you having yeah. a bad day, you take it out on them. <laughs> yeah, I'll just make random videos here and there for people, and just like here, if you want to buy it, here you go. It's up on the paywall. Like just click pay whenever you're ready for it. I just felt like making you a video today because gotta relieve some stress. That's for sure. It really helps. Yeah. Oh shit, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone relieves their stress. Everyone wins. Yeah, everyone wins. Like, it's a win-win situation every single time, honestly. There's people out there that just, they need this to get through their day. And um, I feel like I'm one of those people, you know, before OnlyFans and, and other medias, I I have partners. Like, I, and I could do that, but with COVID, I'd see them a little bit less than I normally would. And it was just getting to be a little bit 
congested in my head and my husband's pretty vanilla so it's just a matter of like uh, i don't know who to take this out on so only has really helped um in the sense that i you know i don't have anyone else to scream at like fuck sit in the corner watch me get fucked you're useless and it's just i don't know like not that i'm that way in real life but it's a it's good outlet honestly right right yeah that's understandable so he must be so he must be happy that you're doing this then yeah, he's the one that's been pressuring me to do OnlyFans forever. Um, but yeah, overall, this has been something, and it, it plays a, to- a toll randomly. Um, he's a very emotional person, and I'm more, like, not so emotional. I mean, I have my emotional days, but overall, like, I'm pretty level on the field, and he's kind of up and down, up and down. So this has, there's been times where he's just like, I don't know why I've told you to do this like you you spend so much time promoting and doing all this and it seems like some days it's not worth it and some days it really isn't worth it some days there's no sales like the holidays were really slow like the last three weeks up until january 1st and 2nd january 1st and 2nd i got slammed and it was insane and i i mean i was happy with it i i needed the business and it kept me really busy and it brought me to an upper like you know but um until then my husband was just kind of really kind of struggling with it you know like why did why did i want you to do this so bad like i feel like i never see you you know and outside of that i see my partners like once ish a week or so and you know he's just feeling kind of alone sometimes with the only fans but he's able to make content with me and and we still we make everything work just fine it's just those moments where it's just oh OnlyFans takes a lot of time, you know, and so does content creating all of that. It's just, you invest so much time and it's just, it's hard on any relationship really. And in some aspect, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a job, right? I mean, that's. (laughs) Yeah. And I have to say in the first three weeks of OnlyFans, I probably two or three weeks, I spent 10 hours plus a day promoting and trying to get my first few fans and oh my god i i downloaded websites that i never ever would have thought of like apps i've never heard of like miwi and telegram and all these things i've never heard of in my life and all of a sudden i'm on all of them and i'm trying to navigate them and like reddit oh my gosh reddit was hard for me to figure out telegram was hard like all these apps that you would never think of you have to figure it out you have to think outside of the box you have to get into them figure out ways around their rules to not promote sex work but still promote sex work and it's just you have to find your niche and and how to get in and it's a lot of work especially in the beginning like i've toned back i don't promote nearly as much now i probably spend like two to five hours a day you know and it's still a lot but two to five hours a day on average trying to promote and make content and do the extra things and and talk to my people like and i i check it a lot just to make sure but it's just no one really thinks about how much it takes and it's it's a lot it and it it will play a toll and i know a lot of girls i'm in a lot of support groups with other women and even some guys and when you go through phases you feel really depressed sometimes like you're putting in all of this all of this effort and everything to try and get up and going and make some money and and do something for yourself and in the end you feel like you're getting screwed completely because you know you'll go two days without getting any fans and it's just like heartbreaking like you're doing everything you can and it's still not enough and it's it's hard and some girls really like i see so many times in our chats that guys help me not give up on this like i i want to give up i just i'm done and i i can't do it anymore 
And it's just, it's like every single week, there's at least a couple girls that'll say that. And it's just, it's sad because it is hard. And I'm sure a lot of people do give up on it. And I understand why. Like, I've been there a couple times. Like, ugh, this is just exhausting for what it is. I'd rather just, you know, do my scenes, have sex, enjoy it without, you know, the camera, I guess. Like, and I'm an exhibitionist, so I, I don't mind the camera anyway. We re-recorded stuff long before OnlyFans, but it's like, it would be so much easier to not have to worry about the lighting and editing. It's just you have it for yourself. And, you know, I think we've all been there at one point or another. Some creators, probably more than others. But you just, you get to these low points and you're just like, ugh, what is the fucking point? And you just, you got to pull yourself up, find people to support and just tell you like, hey, it's going to be okay. You're having a rough week. Fuck it. Um recommendations from other creators are always just to like make a bunch of content one or two days when you're feeling really up so you don't have to worry about it the rest of the week and that helps a lot of girls out so it's hard but you just got to keep pushing along like don't give up it's it's hard but if you have a passion for it you enjoy doing it stick with it because it'll pay off yeah and that's great advice for any type of content creator you know like not just uh you know only fans and everything but any like youtube you know, like I like for me, like I had a YouTube. You can see that right there. I had a YouTube channel that had over a hundred thousand subscribers, and you know, one day YouTube just terminated me. You know, built just like you were saying, all that stuff. Like you bust your ass promoting and this and that, and then you know, but like yeah. like you said, you got to keep that 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 mindset of just you know, just keep on going. You know, you got to stay positive. Exactly. And it's really hard because I had the same, a similar thing happen three times now with Snapchat. And I, I'm very surprised by this. I've had Snapchat forever, but I'd never sold content on it. And obviously I can't use my main Snapchat because I'm an idiot and use my real name first and last. So I had to make a new Snapchat and I got locked out once and it let me back in. So I'm like, I'm going to make a backup. So I made a backup and I ended up getting all my creators on both or all of my fans and all of these people, these buyers on both of them. And I probably had 2,000 viewers on each one and probably about 800 to 900 buyers. And it was great. Like, I was doing so well. And all of a sudden, like, you know, I got some tips from a girl. Don't don't post phone nude and, and like, all these random things. Don't post phone nude on Snapchat and don't add more than 20 people at a time. And um, randomly, out of nowhere, both my accounts got locked out before I even created another backup just out of the blue this was like a week and a half ago and i just sat there just like for probably a couple hours just like i'm done like i'm just done like half of my profits came from this and i'm just done i didn't even want to make a new i I didn't want to make a new snapchat i was just so fed up but i was able to go into my phone and um download through like the email the the friends list that I had and I added like five people that I knew that were my top buyers and now they're on my new Snapchat. I've barely been promoting it. Like it's on my link tree and I do some shout outs with other creators, but it's just like, I don't even want to bother because it gets shut down for no reason. Like I don't understand. I've read all their terms and policies as someone had said, because um, they're now shutting down links to OnlyFans, So you can add a link on Snapchat and I linked OnlyFans plenty of times and it never shut me out and temporary locked no just permanent lock right away and um so i guess don't use your only fans on there apparently i don't know so i'm just kind of backing off at of snapchat i'm just getting into the reddit situation i've been shut off of instagram three times now i mean 
it's just after they flag you once, after you get one, like, oh, look, it looks like you're almost showing nipple, but not quite. We're going to flag you. And then um, and then they watch you like a hawk, and it sucks. So uh, it's a matter of uh, not giving up when your big followings you've worked so hard to create are just flat after that. So it's just slowly working your way back in it. And I'm sure it's the same way for you. I can't imagine what you said, 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, it was at 107,000. <laughs> I would have cried like a baby. <sighs> That's awful. Yeah, and the word, yeah, I mean, you know, it sucked. I, you know, because I, like you were saying, like I've been suspended on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And I, I just do like, uh, you know, like adult comedy, you know, but, you know, like, and, and the worst thing I ever did was, uh, I, I my, my thing was, you know, I, I say, hey, you want to see my wiener? And I hold up a hot dog right that's it never my real that's it not not my real ween or nothing and you know i i get suspended and all that so yeah it, 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 you know and they don't and like especially instagram and facebook like none of them none of them they they none of them like are consistent you know like you you might see someone that you know does something worse and they're they're okay you know I see that so much. I swear to God, I don't even browse through Instagram or anything. Like, I'm not really a social media person up until OnlyFans, but I'll just, like, post my thing, and the first thing that'll pop up on the timeline after my thing is some girl's nipple hanging out or, like, a thong, and I can't even put on, like, a bikini with, like, my ass not even hanging out. It's so frustrating. Like, and I'm, I don't care, but it's also just come on. Like, you're going to yell at me for posting a video in my underwear when these girls literally are wearing thongs and G-strings and you can see their butt. Like, you, I don't I don't care. Like, it's great. You can do that. But, oh, my gosh, it's so frustrating. Like, why can't everyone just have a flat? And why do you care so much? Like, I don't understand what the big problem is. Like, kids should not be looking for that type of thing i feel like you kind of have to search to find that you know and you kind of are in charge of your own children i understand that there's only so much you can do kids figure it out but i don't know i feel like most of a lot of the content creators that i work with uh, like people that i'm in groups with i'll do like the 18 and plus like if right away you 18 plus and it's very important to do that but i don't think that people should not be allowed to post like lewd photos just because there's so many people out there that do, you know, like, I feel like everyone should be on a flat rate. Everyone should be able to post pretty much anything. Don't, you know, no full nudity on like Facebook and Twitter. I can understand, but or Facebook and Instagram, but there's only so much that they can do. And I just feel like it should be more flattened out if at all possible, because it's so frustrating. It really is. Yeah. All the term. it's all about terms of service and it's, there's it's such a gray area on every single platform. There, there's nothing there's nothing any of us could do you know and it, it's you know it's complete bullshit but they, they keep saying that it's all about you know it's all about advertising all the you know like the 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 big companies that are advertising don't want their stuff on sexual shit and everything but I I don't know I think that's bullshit how many companies really care about that? You know, I don't they think notice that honestly like what companies are really looking through the Facebook feed and, and you know what I mean like that doesn't make any sense that's kind of bull 
Yeah, I think it was an over, like, especially for YouTube, it was an overreaction years ago because, uh, you know, there were videos that were completely inappropriate, like, you know, children type stuff. And, you know, companies were freaking out about it. But I think every every platform went, went fucking crazy and, you know, nothing sexual. Sexual is, sex is bad. That's it. It's you like know? old times. We need to not do that. I think sex work is totally valid. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people are okay with that. I don't think it's a very uncommon thing now. And I feel like most people are accepting and a lot of companies seem to be pretty accepting of it too. It's just, it seems like the media platforms are what's against it. And I'm not really sure why it doesn't really make sense in my mind because it's kind of okay everywhere, except for maybe the older, older generation. But like, I know there's a girl that's like 76 doing OnlyFans. Like there's people out there that are okay with it. There's plenty of old guys that buy content from me. So it's really, I feel like it's really come a long way from where it was, and we need to stop trying to revert back. Like, sex work is valid, you know? Yeah, like, what's the, I just don't understand what the big deal is. Like, who cares? I mean, that, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's like, you know, like the media, you know, like they make a big deal out of something, so everyone turns into a pussy and overreacts. I'm like, oh, we can't, we can't have that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's legit what it is. It sucks. And it's, I, and I don't, I'm not a very political person, but I, I see that with politics, you know? Like, either side, whatever you are, independent, Republican, or Democrat, it doesn't matter. The media will blow whatever it is up into this big thing when it's really not. Like, you just need to do your research on the facts, and it's just frustrating to sit back. Like, from a person that doesn't do a lot of media, you just see, like, my husband's family is super um, political on one side, and they're split down the middle. Like, half his family is this, half his family is that, and they just all just, oh, my gosh, did you hear this, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I saw it on Facebook, and they just scream at each other, and it's like, this is Christmas. Can we enjoy Christmas and not talk about this lie and this lie? They're both idiots. Can we just shut the fuck up? Because no one can see through this bullshit. Like, it's all just bullshit, and no one gets it. The media literally wrecks everything and like social media can be a good thing and I, i've seen where it can come into people's lives and be good but ugh, it's just a huge majority of the time where it just splits people up because you may have differences in opinions and that's fine everyone can have their opinion you know but the big thing is you can't let it tear you apart whatever it may be like i'm not saying you should be this or you should be that do what you want to do but don't let it tear you apart, you know? Don't let it wreck everything. Respect each other's opinions. Don't try and hurt anyone. Just don't be an asshole. Like, it's not that hard. Stop listening to the media. Understand what's right and what's wrong to a degree, and we'll all be fine. 100% true, because, like, I used to, you know, like, I, I would, like, see something on Twitter or see stuff, and, like, it would piss me off. I'd be like, oh, this fuck. And I'd go on, like, a fucking three-hour rampage on Twitter, you know, fighting and all this, and... I just, I stopped, I stopped, I stopped everything, I don't care what's going on in the news, I don't care, it doesn't affect, if it doesn't affect me, or affect anyone I care about, fuck do I care? Exactly, and that's a huge, huge point, my husband used to be like that with Facebook, like, he'd see something and it would piss him off for very little to no reason and it would just be a three-day thing him talking on the phone with his family just like did you see this blah, 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 blah. and i'm just like can we just not and so he got off of facebook and it's been a, a really significant change like people who get off of social media and i'm sure there's plenty of you out there 
you got to understand the impact it really makes. Like, you are going to be a lot happier not being glued to your phone because you're not going to see all this stuff that's just portrayed to be something that it's not. Even the news, like, I don't, I've never really been a news watcher, but you know what I mean? Like, you can get the basis of what's going on. And just like you said, if it doesn't directly affect you, why the hell does it matter? It really, I feel like it doesn't, you know? Like, there's some things out there that make a difference, obviously, and I'm not disputing that. But if it doesn't directly affect your everyday life, it, you shouldn't let it bug you, you know? Live your life happy, and don't worry about it if it doesn't really pertain to you, you know? Like, who cares what's going on in the world? Most of it is portrayed to be this big thing that it's not, and you can't let that affect you, and it can't let it affect everyone around you. Like, it was really affecting my husband and my relationship for a while, and it's just... It's toxic, you know, for everyone, including yourself. And it's just creating more problems for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, 100% right. It's nuts. Like, that's why, like, like, because a lot of people that, like, you know, like, comment on my stuff, like, you know, like, they're like, oh, you know, like, they don't care about, any, like, you know, it's just what we're doing. Like, like with what you do and stuff. Like, they, 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 I just want to blow a load. I don't care about, you know, fucking fighting on Twitter and all this shit. And I just want to watch this funny video or whatever. And, you know, but people are so, like, you know, like, like, you have to be serious. Like, why do we always have to be so serious? Like, everyone's a Twitter warrior. Like, they're, they're, you know, they, they act like they're, they're crusaders and shit. It's like, come on, man. You're fighting. What are you fighting about? Yeah, what's the point of this? Like, I feel like it just, it just must give them some sense of pride. But really, it, it, that's all it is. Like, most of the people who are on the other side of those battles like people who would ever bash me it's like i'm sorry you feel that way that's okay like you have a right to your opinion and i think they get mad when i don't fight back i think they're looking for a fight and it's just like look you can think what you want i don't care i don't let things bug me and you know i'm not gonna let you get the better of me I, i'm fine i'm happy with my life like i've i've got it made i don't need someone who i don't know just telling me that i have a wrinkly old pussy because i wouldn't give you a free picture like People are assholes, and you don't have to be. Like, I feel like people just try and start drama, and I feel like people get sucked into social media really bad. Like, I I was not really on social media very much before this, and I noticed just being, like, on the screen so much more, like, constantly promoting and doing things. It's like, I feel myself not slipping away, I guess, but, like, that's probably the best way I can describe it, just, like, feeling disconnected, like, Everyone says social media connects you and you get to connect to people you don't really get to see, blah, blah, blah. Well, not really, no. You feel so out of touch with reality when you're on your phone all the time and it's really hard. It's almost like um, you're dreaming in a way. You know, you come back out of it and you just got to like, I'm going to put my phone down for four hours. I can't believe I've been on it this long. Like, I just need to not worry about promoting and I need to spend some time, go for a run and hang out with some friends and you just got to do that because social media and your phone and technology suck you in. And it's, I don't feel like it's very healthy for people, but that's just my opinion. Like I know everyone's probably fine doing their only own thing, but I know I struggle personally with just sitting on my phone. And like when I'm out with friends, like I don't want everyone to be playing on their phone. And it's just, that's something that's always bugged me. Like since probably college, it's just like, we're out hanging out. Like, why do you need to be on your phone? Like, can you just put it down for an hour? Like, while we hang out and it's just frustrating. So I, I try and address that with my people, like when I hang out with friends, but it's like, you know, you can't tell people what to do. And I, I'm very lean. I don't care, but it's also just like, uh, do we have to, I guess, 
pick up our phone right now? Like, I'm awkward. What am I doing? Like, they just get sucked <laughs> in and they don't know what's going on. They'll just be like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, what did I just say? What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I think I think people get burned because I know I get obviously you get burned out. You get burned out from it. I think a lot of people get burned out from it and don't even realize it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they start to shut down. I had a friend. I actually recently stopped being a friend again. She's kind of a mess. And I kind of swooped in and tried to help her out after a breakup of like a seven year relationship. But she is kind of a self-destructive person. And I spent like about a year helping her out and trying to get her out of like a depression and it's just she's so addicted to her phone and she's kind of oblivious to it you know we'd always hang out and that would be the thing and then things were starting to get distorted in her mind and it was weird like we did a trip and and she snapped because she brought one of her friends along and she was playing on her phone so her and and um she was on her phone me and her friend were like talking about something and then when we got to our destination she snapped and freaked out because we were talking about a topic without her and it's just like you were on your phone like you could have joined in well you didn't really give me a good time to and she would just so it's just like you can tell and then like I went on another trip with her right after that with just me and her and my husband and she did the same thing she's like your husband was so mean to me and I'm like what okay like when Oh, I don't know. You guys were just, you know, so it felt like a third wheel. I'm like, well, you tagged along on this trip. Like, you know, you kind of invited yourself along and, and to do this thing. And it's not a big deal. Like, I was happy to have her because she was going to basically go across the country. We were going to Colorado and we were just going on a vacation. She was going to fuck someone, but they bailed on her because they were like a bum or something. And so we're like, you know, if you don't feel safe, just stay with us. And so she stayed with us, and then she kind of just stabbed us in the back. Like, she sent us a big, long message as soon as we dropped her off at the airport. We were going to have the rest of our vacation, and she was off at the airport. She sent us a long message about how nice it was. And then a week later, because she was house-sitting for us, she came and she, like, left. I don't know. It took me 45 minutes to read just this big message about how she felt wronged, that we were so mean to her. But the entire trip, she was just on her phone, and it's like... I feel like it distorts things, you know, like it just, it's logically, it doesn't make sense to people who aren't doing that. But when you are doing it, you don't realize it. I feel like she was just, I don't know. It's crazy what it can do to you is my point. Sorry, tangents. I talk oh, no, a lot. no, it's crazy. You said that because I thought about this a while ago, like how, like ever since, you know, like, I don't know, in the last, like, I don't know, maybe 15 years or whatever, like people just like, like, they don't know how to interact that includes me that includes i think everyone like we we're not interacting the same way we did prior to twitter and facebook and stuff it, definitely yeah. not and that that's like a perfect example of you know like it's All not the same the anxiety and socially awkwardness that has come with this like this last generation or two has been, I think, mainly from the technology, and it's really hard. My husband really struggles with anxiety, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, and I understand it completely. It's totally valid, but for me, it's hard to wrap my head around how your brain... You know, I have little bits of anxiety here and there, but I just it's hard for me to understand what is going on in your head that you can't just say, no, this is irrational, stop it. And he can't do that, and it's really hard, but I feel like a lot of it stems from... I mean, probably the way he was raised, too. Like, he was um, raised around kind of an alcoholic family. Like, I love his family, but they drink a lot, and not as much anymore. But he kind of grew up with that. You know, he always had a clutch. He was, like, chewing tobacco when he was 12 and drinking. And up until 
we met up to a couple years in, I was like, you know, it's probably, you can do what you want, but it's probably not great to cope like this. Like he would have six, seven beers every single night, every night. And it didn't even affect him until he quit. Like he quit drinking after like, we went to my sister's graduation party and I, I don't really know where this came from. Cause he's never been like an angry, like drunk or anything. He's kind of a goofy dork, but someone we were, I grew up in a small town. So someone made a racial comment. And this party was just uh, this party was it was just messy because the racial comment um was just uh, out of the blue i was just like maybe don't use that here you know that's not a good influence on these kids and uh he's just like don't you tell me what to do and just kind of blew up at me and i'm like you know maybe it's time to stop drinking or like cutting back and he's just like we woke up in the morning and he's like i'm so sorry i don't know what happened like i never felt like that before like i'm done and he quit cold turkey stop drinking and ever since he stopped drinking the anxiety and his like and I think he spent a lot of time on his phone whenever we did anything because he's just like normally he's drinking and just kind of like awkward but you know it's okay but then he would just like instead glue to his phone just because he doesn't know how to handle himself he's been drinking for so long he doesn't know how to handle himself so it's just his phone and I know that's not helping and it's just it adds up so it affects everyone differently, but I feel like I feel like the anxiety in this world and the the awkwardness that comes with a lot of it is is a lot of like technology problems, really. Yeah, uh, absolutely, a hundred percent. And then that's something you can't even talk about with people because they get offended that it's like you're attacking them personally. Like it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with like you know your generation or whatever. It's just the technology. That's it. Like <laughs> you know, if if people would just look at that, you know, maybe people would say, ah, man, yeah. Do I really have to fucking you know, do I really have to post all these selfies, you know? Yeah, legit. And every time, <laughs> like, pictures of food and everything they're doing, like, I feel like it's a big wall, you know? One of my friends tends to, um, the same person, I don't really talk to her much anymore, but um, I, she basically lived a lie, you know? Like, she posts constantly, like, having the best day ever, my friend brought me this, Starbucks, and she'll call me two hours later just crying, and it's like, I, I just saw your post, I thought you were having a good day. No, it's been an awful day, like, the Starbucks was nice, but I hate my life, and I just don't want it anymore, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry, like, let me try and help you, but you're just putting up a, a wall, you know? Like, everyone thinks you're just fine, but you're just trying to show everyone that you're okay and that your life is so good like my husband gets jealous about all these kids he went to school with who have like these big trucks and and houses and and all these things like we have a good life I own a house we have several vehicles we have toys like we have a good life don't let that get you down and he's just like well it looks like they have so much stuff like look at their posting they're so happy I'm like you don't know that they're happy you know like look at this person you know this person's not happy don't you know don't let their happiness get you down like we're we have a good life and you got to be happy for what you have even if it's not perfect you know but we're a lot further in life than most people our age and that's what you got to think about like most of these people are like they may have like a hundred thousand dollar vehicle but they're still living with mommy and daddy and you don't know that because they're just posting what you what they want you to see you know you don't need to brag about your life so much it doesn't make you any better of a person and it doesn't tell anyone else anything. You know, a lot of people see through that and especially the older people. I feel like a, a young generation is just 
so obsessed with worrying about what other people think about them and it's like you can't worry about what other people think about you live your life be happy in the moment and you'll get a lot more out of it yeah it's nuts you say that because how many i mean especially kids like just what your husband was saying like like you know like you see something and like you know like you disregard what you have and everything about that you're just seeing like like they're they're all they got a great life and you know they're all they're they're hot or whatever it is and you know like you just shit all over yourself yeah it it just terminates your own mental health and your relationships with the people around you you know like you get depressed and and i'm lucky to have a husband that communicates and talks about things you know for an emotional person a lot of emotional people just kind of shut down and, and sit depressed but he communicates really well and so i know when to just try and help him snap out of it because it's like you got to see everything for what it is you can't just believe what the media says and and since he's been off of facebook and a lot of other social media he's been doing a lot better with it so i can honestly say from our experience like it makes a big difference if you're struggling in life get unaddicted to social media because it will play a role in your happiness it's going to take a little bit to get unaddicted because you're just not going to know what to do with yourself but find a hobby start drawing start running start exercising start cooking like figure something out to to get you into real life and enjoy life in the moment because social media can really really affect you and even with even with this only fans like it it does play a role you know it's just it's exhausting and people don't realize how much effort it is to just sit on your phone all day and just like promote 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 and it's just it is exhausting you've got to take time for yourself you have to do self-care and that doesn't mean do a different thing on your phone it means put the phone down shut it off tell all of your friends <laughs> that you're on the phone for five hours while you have an interaction with someone or you go and, and plant a garden or some shit like figure it out yeah i you're <laughs> I mean, that's that's undebatable, man. If just people can just, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It seems like people are afraid to do, like, anything else. <laughs> like, there's, like, if I'm not if I'm not on Instagram or whatever, like, I'm missing out. Yeah, they're missing out or they just feel like things <laughs> not right. That's exactly how my husband went. It's just, he was just like, when it was just us, we kind of, I kind of made a rule, like, not really, like, we're lenient, but I'm just like, hey, can, can we just not do this at dinner? Like, no phones at dinner. I just want to enjoy time with you. And that's, it, it, it makes a difference. But at first it's just like, he's twiddling his thumbs. Like, do I talk? Like, do we have a conversation? What do we talk about? Like, we'll figure it out. Just put your phone away and um, let's talk about everything else in life that's not going on but we'll figure it out because you just you got to find something you got to find something and i'm pretty talkative for the most part he can be too so it's just you got to figure it out you can't let it control your life because that's what it does for a lot of people yeah absolutely and shit like even just like like you know like you were saying about promoting and everything. I mean, shit, that's a whole other thing. Like, luckily, like you got that healthy mind of okay, I need to, I need balance, you know. But like you said, it's a ton of work. Like me, I'm burnt out this weekend. Like right now, I am so burnt out. You know, for doing those things like promoting and figuring out, like trying to figure out, okay, how can I promote this without you know crossing any lines and shit, and you know. Yeah. I feel that completely. It's so hard to figure it out. This weekend has been a busy weekend in, in general for content. I've made 
so many videos it's not even funny so that in itself just takes energy and i don't mind doing it but i i'm more of a i'm a very one-on-one person so like i try and do that with my fans but you know it, you can only do so much over here but i use their names i kind of get to know them what they like and I, I make sure i know their limits and what they want but i would much rather you know instead of spending my time doing that like i, I love doing that but i'm a one-on-one person like i like spending time with my husband or my partners and getting that interaction. I'm a very, I'm a touch person. That's my love language. And I just, I need that. So a lot of the times for me, my husband and I work opposite shifts. It's just that whole week of just promote, promote, promote screen time makes it so much harder to get that. You know, I mean, you're you're just sitting on the couch doing nothing anyway, but when you're on your screen, you just, you're interacting with people, but you're not getting what you need. And it's just, it's really hard to deal with sometimes, you know, you just, sometimes you just need someone to hold you, you know, fill your tank a little bit and just hope that you're okay, you know, that you can function all right and get through your week because it's draining and it takes a lot of effort, honestly. Yeah, yeah, shit, that's good. So you got, you got that healthy mind, you know? Yeah important i'm very grateful for that i'm i'm surprised i do to be honest i had um, an interesting childhood and i thought i'd be a lot more fucked up than i am honestly but um i've always kind of had a stable mind like i i've thought of i've been like suicidal in my life a little bit but overall i was always able to say like logically like hey this no you what is this gonna do what is cutting myself going to do and i'm very happy for that because i know other people who can't control that and their mind is just kind of like butterflies and just like anything is better than this but you know it's it's really not you gotta figure it out but and that's something i really wish like i can empathize pretty well like i can understand how people are feeling but i can't exactly understand how they can't pull themselves out and it's really sad like i wish i could just understand i feel so bad for my husband because he goes through this a lot like he has a lot of depression issues still and we have a good life you know but he he can't pull himself out of anxiety like I can. And it's it's hard. I, I don't know how to help him. And, like, he goes to therapy, and that does make a difference. But it's just I feel so bad for the people that can't. And I, I really do feel for everyone out there who has mental illness problems, you know. Anxiety is awful. And if I could just understand, you know, what you guys go through, I'm so sorry because it's hard. And I just, I can't fathom it, you know, it's just, it's insane to me, and I don't understand how the mind works, I guess, you know, not as much as most people do. Oh my god, it's complicated, right? Mind is definitely complicated, I mean, shit, because you just said about, like, you know, depression, anxiety, and shit, like, you know, like, I'm bipolar, but I didn't know... I didn't know till like like two years ago and you know start taking some pills and stuff and getting regulated and that helped to a point but then like I guess like what it did was like it helped to a point and then it got my mind clear enough to where I could like help myself and think clearly on how to like cope with things. You know, yeah. like I'm not a hundred percent like I you know, I still have trouble of course, but it's oh, thousand times different than what it was yeah that's interesting my mom is actually super bipolar and so is her dad and so it's definitely a genetic thing in our family and i've wondered sometimes if i'm bipolar but i don't know i'm not gonna worry about it because i don't feel like i i feel like i'm pretty stable but my mother was just 
she would go ballistic over the littlest thing and she holds a grudge like i don't even talk to my mom anymore really and i'm debating if i want to even start talking to her again like i keep getting like recommendations like you should just try and you know have some kind of just talk with your mom so you can enjoy what you have left with her because when she dies you know she's tried to commit suicide a couple times when she dies you're going to regret it and it's like I don't want to have trauma for not talking to her, but also I don't need toxicity in my life. Like the last message she texted me was rotten hell. I wish I never had you. And it's like, why, you know, I know she's bipolar and I know she can't help it really, but it's like, it doesn't mean I should have to deal with it. And it's something that I struggle with because she's been to therapists. She's gotten pills and every single time they're out to get her, they're trying to kill her. And it's like, I get it. It's a mental illness, but my mind does not wrap around the fact that she's telling me that, you know, on the daily when I was a kid, just like, I wish I never had you. You you are horrible. Like, that was a planned pregnancy. You don't want me. That's fine. But you don't need to tell me you hate me. And it's just, it's something that doesn't compute in my mind. Like, why on earth can she not figure it out? And I know it's mental illness, but I don't know how to handle it. Like, I personally just can't take her shit every time, you know? I feel so lost in life sometimes, but I feel like... January of last year, I came to terms of, I'm done, I'm cutting her out, I'm blocking her, and it's been a good year, except for the fact that she just randomly shows up at my house and doesn't leave, you know, um, it's just, it's hard, you know, to try and figure out how someone else's mind works, and if what you're doing is right or not, for you and the other person, you know, it's hard. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I can't speak for your mom, but like, like I, I, I know, I think I know what you're saying. Like, cause like, like I would say some, I'd say some horrible shit or the dumbest shit, but I wouldn't mean it except in that moment. Like, cause it feels like sometimes like when you're like really at the fucking edge, like sometimes it feels like, like, you know, like this is it. This is the end, like end of life, like where, you know, like there's like there is no next hour no tomorrow no nothing it's right now and then you fucking feel extreme guilt later but and you don't really mean it i mean i don't know if that's what she's you know but like i don't know like yeah that that kind of mental illness which i have because <laughs> like you know yeah. like you just get to a point and so and then sometimes i you know like i would get out of it and i'd be like oh my god like what, what the fuck was i thinking at least you have that remorse in your head. Like, you know, what was I doing? Like, this isn't, you know what I mean? I feel like that's something my mom never had, and that's why I question it. But I also have a friend that has uh, bipolar, and she's a lovely person, but she's full of anxiety, and she'll just be manic one day. Like, randomly out of the blue, she bought a house. She was manic for a week, and she bought a house. And then, like, 40 reptiles. And then she oh, was barely take care of them. And she's a very animal person. She's vegan and all. She So she takes care of them, but she's like why what i bought a house when i was manic okay all right like it's just it's insane what it can do to you you know and it's just that's the crazy thing about your mind and and uh, pills can do so much but figuring it out for yourself is has got to be impossible honestly like next to impossible because damn it's insane what you guys go through you know well i think like you know you were saying like you know like the mind especially because every single person's mind is completely different you know like yeah. you were saying like yeah i know like i feel remorse and maybe that person doesn't you know that has <laughs> to factor into it like there's so many factors you know and like to try to figure out what someone else is thinking you make yourself fucking crazy right 
That's you exactly know? it. You can't, you can't figure out someone else's life, and they gotta want the help. You have to. You can't blame yourself for what they do. You know, they have to want the help, and that's something you can't beat yourself up on. And that's hard because I'm still trying to figure that out personally. Like. I am the type of person that likes to help everyone, like, whether it be in real life or, like, even just with, like, OnlyFans. Like, if you're struggling, you have your your things that affected you, you know, you have a mommy thing. Like, I'm into that. Like, let's let's help you out. Like, if this makes your day better, let me help you. I'm, And it's hard, you know? You can only do so much. And figuring that out is, is just... It's a... It's a... Like, it's a mess. Like... Everyone's mind is completely different. You have to figure it out in one way or another to help, and sometimes you can't, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, it's too, that's, ugh. You're bringing it down now. This, this is fucking serious shit. Yeah. It's good to touch on this stuff, though. I feel like this is something that a lot of people have, especially content creators, you know, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily more than other people, but the amount of time they spend on social media and the amount of people that bash them for doing what they do does make a difference in how they feel, and it's something that you need to know how to deal with. And, you know, just because you're a, a creator doesn't mean that you've had a fucked up childhood. It doesn't have to. There's, I'm sure there's plenty of normal people, not normal, sorry, uh, plenty of people out there who have had... Um, more normal childhoods than other, you know, like less abuse and and a happy home. And they're probably doing just fine, but they could still have mental health issues. You know, you don't you don't know what causes things. And it's something that I feel like it's important to touch on, especially for creators who sometimes you know don't have that. They have everyone kind of stacked against them. Like I know there's some good supporters out there, but for people that are new into it and don't have the right support groups, and and you can really get down you know in a hurry and some people don't want to give up on doing OnlyFans so they just keep going until they're just completely drained and they're just done with everything and you don't want that you know so it's important but it definitely plays a role yeah absolutely so do you do so like do you get like you know like people talking shit to you about like you know like what you do and stuff not many people know um we actually or like, had... like, like more on like, like you know, like uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that shit. Like people just like you know, like they see some and they fucking you know reply to you and fucking oh you're an asshole or whatever you know the fuck are you doing? Um, I learned to just kind of block those people. I mean, I don't let things bug me normally anyway, but I know there's people that do. Um, but you definitely get a few of those people that are, especially the ones the ones that piss me off the most, the ones that, like, kiss ass to you. I'm like, hey, baby, you're so sexy. Like, oh, I'd love to chat with you. And then, like, you just say, like, hey, I'm so sorry. Just to let you know, like, I have 20 people that are paying me to chat with them. You know, they come first, and then they get pissed. And it's like, well, look, you know, this is my menu. Here's my rates. Like, join my free OnlyFans. I'll talk to you on there. Fuck you. You're ugly anyway. Why would anyone want to talk to you? And it's like, okay, desperate much? Like, what are your insecurities? I can probably help you, but if you don't want the help, fuck off. It's fine. Uh, that's the yeah, funny. That. <laughs> that's it's, oh it's, man. That's the that's what's funny though. You know, it's like like you know like they're all fucking nice to you, and then the second you don't like comply to them, you know, like oh you're a fucking yep. asshole. But I was I was sweating you just a minute ago. You know, like what? Exactly. Like, what? What is the point of this? Like, if you don't want to buy, don't contact me. It's it's fairly clear that I'm doing this, and I'm very nice about it. Like, hey, just so you know, I do this, so I, I don't give away free things. 
you know, sometimes I'll give away free trials and stuff, but, like, I'm not just going to give it to you, especially if you're going to backstab me when I say no. Like, maybe if you're super nice, and niceness goes a long way for me. I, I'm a pushover to a point. Like, I, I really care about people, and I really try and do my best to make people happy. Like, I just like bringing joy into others' lives, right? So if you're nice to me and you treat me well and not just kiss ass and suck up and try and get free shit... I'm gonna treat you right, you know. If you you get a little deeper with me, and if you at least subscribe to my free OnlyFans, which is free, you know, it's showing me that you care more than the other people that are just like, yeah, you know, I saw your picture. It looked great. Can I have something free? No. Well, you're ugly, so why would I want anything free? Like, why? What? <laughs> you're wasting my time. Like, I I used to be so nice. Like, especially on Snapchat. Like. I'd be so nice. I'd actually have conversations with the people and just try and get to know them a little bit and then, like, try and sell, you know, what I have to offer. And as soon as you do, like, they start freaking out. And it's like, I would never, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but this is what I do. I need to make a living. Like, my income's been cut 75%. I need something, you know. Don't shame me for this. And I used to try and, like, stand up for myself a little bit just to show them. But I learned that really doesn't do anything. Like, these people don't give a fuck. They don't care. If they if they have an opinion on you, they're not going to change it. So don't waste your time. Like, I just started to block people. Like, you're not interested in buying and you call me a name because I'm selling something? Block. Fuck off. Like, I'm not going to defend myself. I know what I'm doing is not a problem for anyone else. Like, I have people that jerk to me. That's cool. Like, even before OnlyFans, like, I have a fet life. Like, people don't understand. You can't just treat people like shit because you don't get your way. Fuck off. Like... There's got to be some decency in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, those those guys, they're just, you know, they're just like, you know, they they just want one thing. If they don't get it, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, you know? Oh. So. Jesus Christ, like, if you're too cheap to pay for custom content or pay for getting to know someone a little bit and seeing their life, that's what most people want who pay for it, you know? And I'm happy to give that. But for the people who don't want that and don't want to pay a dime, fine i don't care there's plenty of free porn out there i don't have a problem with that like i watch free porn too you know like i try to support people as well but there's free porn out there why are you harassing women to give you free shit you know it's out there easy access yeah i think i think that you know they're just trying to get some you know to see if they can get it you know like you know you're probably right some kind of accomplishment like look i just got this girl to send me a titty pic for free huh right yeah absolutely yeah guys are a lot of guys are scumbags but but yeah it's funny bitches so oh yeah don't get me started on that (laughs) but but like yeah like you said with like like free you know like free porn to to like custom content because custom content seems to be like huge now like yeah yeah, it is. It's grown so much. Like, back in the day, like, when I, I was really young when I started masturbating, and I'm not going to talk about that, but I remember just being young and just getting a glimpse on TV and then, like, barely making it onto the internet to look at porn to now all these ads for, like, lives, and, and it's, like, the advertising that was compared to the advertising that is now for what's available is insane, and it seems like customs are a big thing, and honestly, I don't, I don't understand why it wouldn't be. Like, who wouldn't want to get to know someone a little bit and, and have them do exactly what you want? Like, you want me to piss in someone's mouth. All right. Like, let me find a person. And you're not, you know what I mean? Like, to have someone do something for you specifically kind of means a lot, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was just talking to someone about that. Like, that's, like, that's, 
Like, and especially not just that, not just someone. Like, you have so many, you know, like there's so many people that are doing OnlyFans or Chatterbait or whatever. You can find the exact type of person you want and have that person do exactly what you want. I mean, that's fucking, like, what's better than that? It's incredible, honestly. And there's so many beautiful women out there, honestly. It's just, oh, like... The amount of people out there that you just find, like, okay, this person clicks. Like, I love how they talk. I love how nice they are. Like, I'm a very pansexual person. So when I, like, see their videos of them doing things, it's like, oh, hi. Like, <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to you now. Like, it's just, it's cool that you can find people that fit up to you so well. There's such a selection, like you said. And you just got to find the people that match your your wants and needs. Like, it's crazy how customizable it is and it's cool that every girl kind of has their own thing and i i feel like that's something i actually feel lost in sometimes because i kind of offer a, pretty much everything you know i i do you know a lot of girls specialize in just anal or just feet or just squirting or you know like one or two little things or, or i guess big things really but i feel like i do a lot of things and, and sometimes it, it makes me feel lost like i'm very submissive at times i'm very dominant at times and it just in the very beginning everyone's like find your niche and then run with it and i'm just like okay like which niche do i choose like i felt so lost my first two weeks i was just trying to promote every different thing and see what would line up for me but i currently i have people that love my feet and i mean cool i'm not so much a foot person but i'm I'm happy to show you my feet take them i will i i do foot jobs for people like that's great i'll take a video of me giving my husband a foot job he'll take whatever i give to him i've done like pegging videos and you gotta be careful with like that kind of stuff on OnlyFans. so you kind of have to redirect to different places because OnlyFans paddling is a against their terms of service like, really yeah oh my gosh oh I never knew this until someone sent me a list and there's like a hundred words on there that go against and they're all super vanilla like just take a look at the list at some point i don't remember i most am of them. i'm curious now <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how how many things are on there like i i don't remember spanking like i can understand young you know and, and like they have blocked off like five-year-old six-year-old seven-year-old whatever all that and that's understandable but like they have the most basic things like choking like no offense I, you know con consent non-consent is a big thing for me like that's what i like outside of making content like i do it for content too but like that's my thing like i love consent non-consent and risk aware consensual kink but choking is against their terms pegging is against their terms like cbt cock and ball torture like tortures against their terms like come on it's just literally you know a scene and you 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 know that you know I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me that so many things like that, but finding yourself can be hard and trying to figure out what works for you. And it seems like I have a good following under most of the categories. A lot of people like seeing me submissive. A lot of like people like seeing me solo. A lot of people love the cuckolding thing and degradation. And you just, you do have to find your niche, but also don't give up, you know, advertise everything you do because you will find people for it. And just because your feed has a little bit of everything, some people like that. You know, I've met a couple people like me that are into everything, you know, switchy and just don't give up on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. Cause uh, you would think like, yeah, cause you would think like, if you got like, you know, like you find a niche for yourself, like, all right, that's, you know, like that would be better, but it doesn't seem that way in, in this area because like, like they're they're not like people are paying for you 
you know, mm-hmm. like not the, you know, not the, whatever it is you do, like, cause they want, they're, they're paying for you to do what they want, you know, and it might exactly. not be what you specialize in, you know? So like right. pigeonholing you doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that's the thing for like only fans and stuff or custom yeah, videos. And I've learned exactly. You really, you learn that through the time because when I first started, that's everyone's advice is find your niche and run with it. And it's like, okay, I'm trying. Like I would just try everything and see what I get the most followers from and the most content from. But you know, eventually you just kind of learn like, yeah, there's people that are going to want you to do different things. And that's great. Like I, I'm here for it, but you can't, you can't deny them. You have to do what you need to do. You know, I mean, you, you're going to have your own limits, but understand that you're going to be asked to do more things than you're comfortable with. You know, even, even I, I've had things, there's some guy who wanted to pay me $300 to throw up on myself. And it, when I throw up, it comes out my nose. So I really don't like to throw up because it's awful. <laughs> He's just like describing the chunks coming down me. I'm like, yes, you know what? I don't want to do this, so I'm going to charge you $300 for a throw-up video. And um, he said yes, but he never paid. So, you know what? Sorry, payment first, and then I'll do the act because that's a little extreme for me. You know, like, I can do a lot of stuff, but throwing up is not pleasant. It really isn't. So if you want to see my body covered and throw up for five minutes or however long it takes, you're going to pay up the ass for it because uh, not so much my thing. But I'll make it my thing for the right amount of money. Yeah, that's premium service. <laughs> you have to do that. You can't sell yourself short on things you don't want to do. One of my uh, support group gals um, charges $50 a minute for a live because she doesn't like doing live. And there's people that'll pay it, but she just doesn't want to do it, you know? So you, there's a price for everything, you know? You figure yeah. it out along the way. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know, but I think that's a big deal. Not putting yourself in, not pigeonholing yourself. And if there's something you don't want to do, charge a premium for it. Yeah. You know, because like, because like, I'll tell you, because like, I pigeonholed myself bad with, especially with that thing, because I did this character called Pervert Pete. And because it got successful so quick that, I just kept with it and I was scared to do anything else. And I was having fans say, Hey, why don't you try this or do this or try this or whatever. And I, I was, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm keeping with what works. And if I didn't keep with what worked, like try other things, I probably, you know, it, I probably would have been a lot more successful. Exactly. You know? It's something you just have to kind of figure out as you go. And once you kind of get it down, you can really make something of yourself. You know, you just have to get that base. You have to work hard for it and, and try and figure it out. And you learn a lot from your mistakes. And that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what pigeonholing. That's that's uh, right. Is that the right word? <laughs> like, you know, like where you put. <laughs> what is it where you, you know like you put your you only do like one thing and you don't do nothing else i honestly don't know but i i i think your term fits i've been think... running with it i and when you said it so i it means something right I, i'm pretty sure it's right but i'm not sure I'm not 100 percent sure but whatever it doesn't matter okay. <laughs> oh man but all right one thing I have to ask, and this has been a great conversation, by the way, and, you know, like this is, you know, wasn't expecting anything, but like, you know, a lot, you know, like I learned a lot, you know, and I think, I think others would too, you know, like there's, there's a lot in it, but I have to know because I know you love pain and you do some, you know, like what well, you do, you play with knives and fire and all that good stuff, right? You researched, didn't you? 
Yes, yeah, so I'm semi-professional. All right, stalker, I got you. <laughs> oh, see, now that's another thing. Wait, I got to touch on this because, like, because sure. <laughs> how I'm doing this is like, you know, I'm basically cold calling, you know, and telling, te- you know, telling uh, performers like, you know, what it is I do, and you know, and all that stuff, and you know, I also have to, you know, like research but it could be considered stalking you know because i have to you know like i gotta know who i'm talking to i don't want to like you know like you know i gotta know something you know (laughs) i have to say of all i get a lot of messages and of all the messages i get i tend i used to answer every message i got um on fet but i've learned being a woman into sex and addicted to sex and kink you got what 600 guys to like one girl you get a lot of messages my husband and i have both been unfed the same amount of time and he's got zero messages and i get like 80 a day guys don't get messages so of all the messages i've got i've got a couple like requests for modeling and stuff i've just stopped answering a lot of the stuff that i get but yours was very well written so you got that you weren't stalker at all as soon as you did it i was like you know what i think i'm gonna do this yeah okay so keep it the way you got it because that was clever all right, that's good. Yeah, because like it's, a, I know it's a different concept, you know. Because there's other podcasts that, uh, you know, they, they you know, like uh, my friend, he does a podcast called After Hour Comedy. He's had a few performers on, you know, like, but you know, out of the past four years, like maybe two. But you know, to because like I've talked to a lot of people, like you know, like they're really interested in like you know, like the behind the scenes stuff and like what girl, what they like, what performers like you like actually go through and like you know all that stuff. Like especially like we were talking in the beginning about like you know like all the stuff you don't think about. You know, like it's all interesting. You know, it is, and I never would have had any had any idea either. Like I, I never really would have thought about it. Like the costs alone just kind of blew me away. Like you definitely don't make money in the beginning. You know, it's just, ugh, it's a lot. But you figure it out along the way, and yeah, it's it's just it's this is going to be a good thing for people to watch because I feel like it'll give a new respect for what it is, you know, and maybe help people before they just start it up. Like it's like becoming a realtor. Like there's realtors who will just do all the classes and then join the team and just give up right away and just be done because it's too much work, you know? And that's a lot like OnlyFans. Like I feel like there's a lot of girls that'll just create an account and then give up right away because they don't realize how much work it actually is. So this is kind of an eye opener to the people who may not, you know, know for sure if they're going to do it or not, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, because I've been talking to a lot of girls that are, like, you know, like, brand new to it and getting into it. I feel like I want to help, you know, like, tell, you know, like, give them some point because, like, you know how tough it is and, you know, I know how tough it is and, you, you know, like, you want to help and stuff. Like, I, I'd love to point it, like, see, that's why, I, I don't know, like, if you ever feel like trying to, like, because you, you seem like you'd be good at, like, you know, like, helping new performers. I mean, shit, you're practically brand new yourself, which is crazy, but you sound like a vet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you learn for... fast. If you put in the time, you learn really fast. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, shit, like, like you're in all those groups and stuff, like, you know, like, there's, it seems like you got, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of help. So, that, that's why I want to ask you, like, for new girls, like, where can they, uh, like, you know, where can they go to, like, to, you know, to, you know, like, a support group, like you were saying, like, where can they go? My starting point was, well, basically, someone had messaged me on FET in April and told me to start up an OnlyFans, so I did, and I didn't do anything with it. I didn't know what to do. I had no 
like how am I supposed to promote this? I put it on, I put my link on my only era on my FetLife and just ignored it. Like I didn't touch it because I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. My pictures are on Fet too, I guess. But I mean, I have a lot more on OnlyFans because I don't pay for the Fet service. So I don't do the videos up there. And only like a quarter of my content maybe is up there. But OnlyFans basically didn't come into life until like sometime in like early to mid-November. My husband was egging me on the whole summer, just like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I'm just like, meh, like, I'll never get anywhere with it. And he's, people will eat you up. Like, you know how many messages you get a day on FET? And I'm like, so, like, guys are desperate, you know? But my biggest thing was someone posted, I don't know where I saw it. I saw it shared somewhere, and it was a Facebook group for OnlyFans, like Only Man, OnlyFans promoters or something. And there's, like, 60 Facebook groups for OnlyFans. So I started there, I joined one, and I'm like, huh, okay. So I just posted my link on there and said, hey, I'm brand new. I don't have any subscribers. If anyone's interested, um, add me up. And I got my first subscriber. I'm like, crap. Okay, now I got to put stuff on there because I haven't posted since April. Cool. So then I just posted like crazy because I have, I had like, before I started making content for OnlyFans, I had like 10,000 photos and videos, right? Okay, now after I, I make most, I probably make content every day. But I had a good base. So I was just loading it up and I had a fan like great. And that fan is still with me. Like, I don't know. doesn't talk much. I send messages out to him and I just see like, how are you enjoying everything? He doesn't really talk, but he supports me and he tips me and I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Thank you for being my first fan. I'm going to treat you well, but you just, you find those groups, you figure out what their rules are and kind of just try and, and stay within them. Like most of them will have like mod approved posting, but on those groups, you can kind of network. You find out people post like, hey, I'm, I'm doing Reddit. This is how you do this. Snapchat. And you just kind of learn from there. And then from there, I, the reason I have all these support groups is because I see people post like, hey, I, I'm looking to start like a retweet group and on Twitter, like who wants to join? And I'm like, yep, hi, I'm going to join everything. So I joined it. So she started a retweet group and a support group. And honestly, I've had that since week one. And that's helped me so much. I've learned so much about like doing drops, which is just a mass, mass shout out, which is how you make a lot of fans. And it's quite annoying. So I try and only do that on my like free page. But, you know, if you want ad free, go to my paid page. It's $7.99 a month. I oftentimes just run deals for half off, like for holidays and stuff. So take advantage of it when you can. But, you know, you just find tips and tricks. and you find groups. Your best bet is to search. I, like I said, I had good luck with Facebook. I know you can get good luck on other sites, other um, apps, but Facebook's been a really good base point for me to learn things. I saw a post on Facebook about MeWe, and I have like 10 subscribers from MeWe, and I know that's not that many compared to what I have, but MeWe is a good place to just kind of throw your link out there and say, hey, add me up, and, and by the way, this is my free OnlyFans if you want to join. Like, it it does make a difference. I, I went from, I got in the last six days, I think 300 free fans. And they are, a lot of them are really good tippers. Most of the custom content I've been making this week has been for those guys. So it's been pretty nice, honestly. Shit, so that's some great advice. Yeah, so like, oh shit, so, right. So like, if you're, if you... Like, if you post whatever, you post stuff on, like, say you post it on, like, you know, 20 different platforms and you get 10 people out of it, that's, like, you know, 200 people right there, but it's only 20 platforms, right? Did I do my math correctly? I don't, uh, I don't know that's if that about. was correct. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think that, <laughs> you, you know. Yeah, yeah, see? 
Yeah, it yeah. adds up. You, I'm, I'm on probably 10 different platforms, and I just kind of have it all saved in a link tree, which is safe for, for advertising for the most part, which is nice. So I'll just throw my link tree on my profile, and people can go on the link tree and just find whatever they want. I've heard some girls just say, oh, only put your OnlyFans on there. But honestly, I don't care if they follow me on everything or if they follow me just on TikTok. If they're not going to buy, they're not going to buy, you know? And so some people, right, because some people don't want to even, you know, like they, they want to follow on whatever platform they want too. So, and Linktree, but I have to say that Linktree is that, wouldn't you say that that's a, a great thing to have for people? Cause like, you know, you can't put like, you know, your OnlyFans link in a YouTube video or Facebook, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah, and they shadow ban you. For all of you people that promote on Twitter, um, if you put your Instagram link in the actual tweet, you get shadow banned. You don't know what's happening, but you can't be found. I didn't know that until I joined that Twitter support group. And yeah, it's a real thing. You you gotta have to you you're gonna have to tweet and then in the comments put your put your link. It's it's a little counterproductive in some ways, but realistically, you don't get shadow banned, and uh, it'll do well for you. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, see, man, all those, all these little things that you gotta, you know, you gotta learn and stuff. It's work. It is work. Yeah, and it takes a lot to wrap your mind around in the beginning. But once you kind of get a, a feel for it, it makes a lot more sense. And they start to click. Like I'm just starting to get Reddit now. I, I had someone kind of tutor me on it. I wasn't even gonna bother with it. I downloaded it, couldn't understand it. Asked one of my partners who goes on Reddit daily, and I'm just like, okay, this still doesn't make sense. Didn't really use Reddit at all, and. All of a sudden, someone's just like, "Yeah, I get a lot of a lot of stuff from Reddit, and I've heard that before, but it's super simple. Let me give you like three easy pointers, and I'm just like, okay, run with it." So Reddit has been—I've gotten a couple fans from Reddit now, but I've only been doing it for maybe a week, you know, posting once a day-ish on a couple different subreddits. But you got to figure out everything, and there's just every little platform is different, and a lot of people have trouble with Telegram, which is where you do most of your drops. Like the big Espress shout out for shout outs and um, Telegram was a little tricky for me to figure out, but honestly, it's worth it. Like I can make a hundred fans in one day just doing drops, and I know they're annoying for people, but that's how we promote each other, and it's it's really a great tool, honestly. Shit, so that's good. That's good. There's a lot. Of, so there is a lot of help out there. You know, just gotta just gotta find it. Exactly. All right. This this has been great, but I. I, there's one question I have to get in before we end this, and thank you for doing this. This has been really great. I think it's mm -hmm. been enlightening for a lot of people, but <laughs> but I have to ask because I seen that you know like you're into you know like extreme pain and all that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, to me, because I'm a little bitch. Like you know, I. You seem like a little bitch. <laughs> Oh shit! God damn it! You're not the first person to say that, by the way. But that's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll touch base on 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 me a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say so. I'm a sadomasochist, which is a sadist and a masochist at the same time. A sadist is someone who likes to hurt people. I love like consensually hurting people. Like I I just adore. Uh, so there's that. And I'm a masochist only when I'm super turned on or getting fucked. If someone just tries to hurt, like I do pole dance, right? Like I do pole exercise. And when I'm climbing the pole and sitting on the pole and it's stretching my legs, it really hurts. But unless I am getting some kind of sexual thing with it, I can't shut off the pain. Some people can do that. My girlfriend can do that. She literally, when she does her scene, she takes needles. We had 
last two weekends ago, we just uh, went to a friend's house. It was just a small little gathering, and she had, I think, thirteen nipple or thirteen needles snuck, stuck through her nipples, and it was like, okay, needles are a limit for me. But also, holy God, she's she's more of a masochist than I could ever be. But my version of it, like, I love impact, which is also a, a against the terms of service on OnlyFans, just so you know. Um, taking floggers and study things and just whipping the shit out of me that turns me on i get i get wet really easily but that's something that just oh like pain is good especially when it relates to sexual things for me and if i'm getting fucked like i can take a lot of pain like you can make me bleed bloody murder and i'll be just fine as long as i'm getting railed and that's something that i'm very happy with like i can take I can take a lot of pain and I can take a lot of like, I feel really bad because I know there's girls out there. I've met girls out there who can't take like a big dick or can't get railed for hours. And I'm very grateful. Like my, one of my doms, he's like eight inches and, and thick and he hits my cervix the whole time. And he, he, oh my God, he literally can come over and over and over and over and over. We fuck out of 24 hours, if we spend 24 hours together, we fuck 23-ish hours. We take a break for eating and a quick piss break, and eh, maybe we'll take a five-minute nap, but literally, and I feel really bad for the girls that can't enjoy that the way I get to, you know? Like, I, I get so much pleasure from that kind of stuff, and it does hurt at times, and it's, for some reason, that pain flips to pleasure for me and i'm really i don't know what does it i like i'm into a lot of things but that i'm very grateful for that Just all right a little, i guess yeah, no 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 that's cool no but okay you're all into that but why no anal um so i do anal i am just picky oh. about um oh i'm I sorry like... i misread it then oh fuck oh, no what you're a... fine so, big thing is, my husband really likes anal, right? And uh, so I don't really do anal with other people um, because it's kind of just his thing, you know? And it's one of the few things with us being poly and I get to see whoever I want to see. Like, I see the people I choose, right? And I don't have new partners very often, if any. But that's kind of one of our, our limits with each other. Like, okay, I you can go have all the time with these other guys, but I really like anal so I don't want these guys to have anal, you know? So I do like anal, just, I do have to be in the mood for it, to be honest. Um, it doesn't always work for me. Um, I have my own issues with it, but I do enjoy it. It just, it really have to be in the mood for it. So that's my thing about anal. Right, right, yeah. No, that makes sense. That's, that's with most girls, I assume, you know? But I was just curious. I was just curious. So yeah, that, that cleared everything up. That's good. You're good. I'm an open book, so if you ever have questions, on or off cam, I don't care. I will answer anything. I, I know I have a... If you, you read my profile on FetLife, it's it's like a mile long of all the things that I do, so literally any questions you ever have, I'm an open book. That goes to anyone. Like, hit me up. Yeah, hit you up on FetLife, right? Yeah, FetLife or any, any platform, honestly. Any platform, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, man, this has been awesome. I can't, this thing, I learned a lot. I'm sure you're going to help people. And obviously you're helping people on, uh, you know, those forums and shit and everyone's helping out. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm so, like, not surprised, but like how much, uh, you know, like how much help there is, 
you know like everyone's willing to help each other out and shit you know like they're because like especially with covid like there seemed like it seemed like i don't know from the outside looking in it it seemed like you know like shit got oversaturated but that's really not the case is it like not really seem like it honestly at first um and that's kind of why i I didn't go into it as quickly as i should i really should have started in april because i don't know where i would be right now but it'd be a lot further along i'm sure but yeah i kind of figured it was an oversaturated market which it probably is a little bit but overall everyone's willing to help each other a lot of these guys and i have women um who subscribe to me as well and these people are overly supportive you know they they want to help everyone out and there's a handful of women out there that have been doing it a long time and that are kind of bitches you know like and it sucks like when i was first starting out like a lot of people were really nice especially on those facebook groups but there was a girl i met on twitter like i was just kind of going through twitter i'd never had twitter before and i was just trying to figure it out and i was messaging a couple of girls who were only fans like i would just search only fans and and uh i messaged maybe like five or six girls and only one answered on twitter and she was just a cunt sorry for my language but jesus christ I was like, hey, do you do shout-out for shout-out? I'm, I'm new to OnlyFans. Like, I've already got 50 subscribers. I've only been doing it four days. Like, would you be interested in, in helping me out and just doing a shout-out for shout-out? Because most girls will do that on on Facebook. Like, that's what I've found. And, I, and now I, I know there's not girls that will help each other out. But that girl just sent me a long-ass message. Why would I care about someone like you trying to get on, in on this? Like, what am I going to gain from your 50 shitty-ass fans who don't give a fuck about anything? Blah, blah, blah. And she just, like, laid into me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to offend you. I was just asking. You could just say no or ignore me like the other ones. But, like, there, it's definitely a dog-eat-dog world for a couple of the girls who feel threatened, I think, maybe. I don't know why they would be, you know, feeling like that unless they feel threatened, you know? But um, overall, most of the creators out there are very supportive. So it's not something you should fear. Definitely ask. The worst they can say is no or, you know, lay into you like that. But don't let that bug you because they're just a bitch. Yeah. Well said. I mean, shit, because, like, it's just like with anything, like, like there's a hierarchy, you know? Like, like, like when I did YouTube and shit, like, I had, you know, friends that had, you know, millions of subscribers, and then there was some, uh, you know, others that were like, oh, you only got 100,000. You're fucking below me. Fuck you. You know, there's that whole fucking attitude. You know, I guess that's with every, you know, everything. It really is, and it's sad to see, because it's... It, I feel like everyone should just kind of help each other out, you know? It's... it's it's not like it's hurting you any it can only help you you know even if they post you and and a bunch of their fans go to you or what you know what i mean like it makes a difference in who you are as a person you know you can be stuck up and snooty and snotty and and prim and prissy and think you're better than everyone else but it doesn't make you better than everyone else you know absolutely and i think one thing that i think uh, especially like performers need to understand and tell me if i'm wrong but you're not competing with each other I don't think you're really not competing with each other in any way. Whoever's going to buy your stuff is going to buy your stuff. There's not going to like, ooh, you know, like, no, it's either you or this one. You know, which do I prefer more? I'm not going to my set, you know, because especially now we have, you know, so many, you know, there's so many to choose from. I'm not picking uh, B over A. I want A. You know, it's. It's really, yeah, I feel like there's a misconception with it, too. Like, there are some girls out there that think this is a competition, and it's really not, you know. I mean, some girls are just more competitive than others. People, in general, are more competitive than others. And I feel like I'm a pretty competitive person, but I try not to make anything to do with this competitive at all, you know. Like, it's just, 
you help each other out. If someone's interested in buying your stuff, they're going to buy it. You know, it's not, it definitely is not a competition. You have your own thing. They have their own thing. And people have preferences and that's not a problem. You know, you don't try and be something that you're not for someone. Like that's a, a pet peeve of a lot of the people on Facebook. Like someone will post, I'm looking for a girl who has really long nipples and you'll get 50 links in the comments of girls like well i don't really have long nipples but i thought i'd leave my link here and it's like you know i understand you're trying to promote but it just seems kind of desperate you know like let people you know there's requests for stuff and you're kind of chasing them away from asking if you just keep doing that you just kind of gotta be true to yourself and don't try and be something that you're not you know i understand you want followers but you don't need to be super desperate about it yeah and just remember like you know like like, you might be one guy's, you know, you might be, like, this guy might think you're a 10 out of 10, but this other guy might think you're a 5 out of 10. And that's just how it is with everything, you know? Yeah, and that's just life, and you can't let that get you down. It, it doesn't matter. I feel like you have to find yourself in a secure place in your own mind. You know, you have to be not super insecure. And I, this can help with insecurity, but it can also hurt it. I feel like I was very insecure until I got on FetLife a few years ago because FetLife has kind of opened my eyes to, like, oh, my gosh, you know what? I am attractive. Like, I'm the sexy bitch, and I like it. And you just – having those – confidence boosters in you already helps you understand who you are and what you can offer and don't be you know the desperateness kind of stems from not knowing who you are i think you know a little bit just trying to be something you're not and you gotta just figure out who you are first and that helps 100 percent, because there's seven billion people on earth yeah. not everyone wants you know this they like everyone has their own taste in everything you know I don't like don't hate on yourself so bad because like everyone there's there's you know I don't know how you say it like there's someone like there's always people that will like you you know what I mean exactly it's no just the way it person. is yeah psychos I mean shit you know like I used to be a complete psychopath and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a niche for everything, and even, that's even with fetishes, too. Like, it's not just how you look, but how you act and what you're into. Like, you may think you're the only one in this world who likes... I, oh, my gosh, I can't even think of the craziest thing I've heard. Um, glass up the hmm. ass. Glass up the ass. Okay, I love I love glass, actually. But, yeah, you might think you're the only one, but nope, not quite. Yeah, there's... Oh, God, the amount of things that you stick in your vagina in this industry. Let me tell you, or your ass... <laughs> it's quite insane a lot of requests for zucchini and cucumbers oh shit are, yeah yeah right i i've had before oh before only fans too i had a partner who blindfolded me and took a, a giant what english cucumber or something and just i didn't know what was going on but he shoved it up me and i'm like what the hell is that like but yeah there's requests for a lot of things like glasses yeah, I have glass toys, but glass bottles, and that's dangerous. Like, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Uh, sugary things, like, uh, I don't know. I kind of high price that shit because I, I don't need a yeast infection. Like, I'm clean. PH I don't need balance, any people. We got to regulate that. Seriously. But, like, you do it for the fans, and that's fine. But you, you're not the only one that likes the thing you like. There's someone else out there. Like, 
someone else out there. There's a lot of people out there that like piss play. I thought I was alone for a long time. Like, not that I want to really necessarily be pissed on, but I have like a lot of my fantasies and themselves are like, I when I masturbate, I tend to think about me being a dominant male, just like face fucking a girl and like pissing in her throat, and that's like something that gets me off a lot. And it's weird, and I understand that, but I'm not the only one. But I'm a woman. Trying to be a guy, I don't know, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Like, I feel like I'm a bit gender fluid at times, because most of my fantasies when I masturbate, like a good chunk of them have always been, even since I was a little kid, just been me being a guy and being dominant and, like, dominating a woman. And it's just like, you figure it out, but don't be so ashamed of yourself as long as you're doing stuff consensually. And that's the biggest thing, consent. Like, I consent, I cannot stress enough how important that is. As long as you're consensual... You're golden. There's someone else out there that likes it. And there's someone out there that likes what's not consensual, too, you know? It, everyone has their things. It's whether you act on them, I guess, that's important, you know? Right, yeah. No, that goes back to, like, what we were talking about earlier about, like, uh, you know, how the mind works. The mind's fucking crazy. I mean, like, you like that. Like, I don't understand that at all. But in your mind, you understand it. Uh, some yeah. people like that, uh, you know, like 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 everything, like vor and uh, and tentacles and whatever. In their mind, it makes sense. Yep. Others, it doesn't. You know. Exactly. That's exactly right. There's people out there. I so outside of OnlyFans, I have a, a, my submissive loves being like chastity and in in a cage and stuff. And I I dig that too. I'm I'm pretty into everything. But a big thing that I'm learning is he really enjoys. Um, boots so like big old like manly boots and he just wants to worship them and lick them and i'm like okay like you can lick my boots that's cool let me go step outside for a minute and get them dirty for you like it's just fun the things you learn it's hard to kind of comprehend some of the things you know like like i was saying before my girlfriend um she's an extreme masochist she's not really dominant at all but she will take all the pain in the world like she takes bull whips and I, i've taken bull whips before i basically just feel like someone's jabbing you with a sharp exacto knife pretty much and it's it's stingy as hell like i like thuddy not stingy as much but she can take needles through her all through her boobs and her tits and just moan in pleasure and i'm like <laughs> trying not to pass out like needles are always been a limit for me but like i can't really comprehend as much that as everyone else's like everyone's got their thing and it's just you can't really understand everything you know yeah man it's not for us you know some things are just not for everyone to understand who cares right. doesn't affect me exactly. Fuck do i care right? like everyone's happy exactly just just chill out and be happy don't you know don't, don't sweat other people exactly we got to stop with this whole judging and stereotypes and treating people like they're less than you, you know, and that's important. Exactly. And they might surprise you. You don't even know. You don't know. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, this has been great. What are we at? I don't even know. Hold up. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I don't want to keep you any longer, but yeah, this You're has been this has been fucking awesome, you know? I think I learned a lot. Like I said before, I learned a lot. Every, you know, we're all learning. It's all about learning, man. Exactly. You can never have too much information. Yeah, I'm all about knowledge. I love knowledge. Useless knowledge is my favorite. I guess that's my hobby is useless knowledge. 
Yeah, that's about right. Useless knowledge is great. Yeah, it's fun, right? You know, you could do that offline too, just so everyone knows. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to impress people with your knowledge, but I mean, it is fun sometimes. So, I mean, do what you need to do, but yeah, there's some crazy shit out there, and you may as well enjoy it while you can. Exactly. I think that's that's the lesson for today. It's like it's like we're the the blippy of the adult world, you know. We we teaching people. Exactly. This is a really good um, setup you have. So I'm glad you're doing something like this because I feel like it is going to teach and help people understand things, you know. And any little bit you can do. Yeah, I think you know you can have fun and learn. Why those two things don't have to be, you know different like it's okay if they're both there yeah there's no shame in, and that's the thing I, I love how um being a nerd used to be such a thing for people like oh they're a nerd ew like it's just i i just it doesn't comprehend to me now like I, it doesn't really make sense how back being called a nerd was like the worst thing in the world and now it's like oh you're nerdy hi like you wear glasses can I can I watch you read? Like, nerdiness is is a great thing now, and, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. It. Like even back then, when you got made fun of it for it, like, oof. But you got to run with it now. Like, being smart is not a bad thing. Like, sapiosexual is a thing. Well, I think that's one of the best things about you know, like we were talking about all the bad things about social media. I think that's one of the good things about social media because back in the day, I remember like you know, like you couldn't like if you if you liked you know like the uh, nerdy girl or something like you're nah, you can't do that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You're you not know, cool even anymore. though you want to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you're like ah, oh, no, I really like her though, but you know now I can't because everyone you know. That's exactly it. Yeah, but not no more. You could pretty yeah. much like wherever the fuck you want that's the nice oh, thing i guess to a point though. yeah exactly <laughs> with social media that is one of the perks because you can just there's a niche for everyone on social media and like there's a lot of downsides to it but at least you're able to kind of find yourself in a way that is acceptable to, to society now you know it used to be so oh ugh, no like but now it's just such a big thing for people to be open-minded compared to what it was and i think that's why most of the generation is growing from where it used to be to where it is now. Like everything was closed minded. Everyone was just so private and secretive and, and it's nice to have that sense of it's okay to like what you like. Don't be ashamed, you know, unless it's something, but like, who cares if you like pissing on someone who cares if you like watching people have sex, you know, exhibitionist or whatever it is like, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with whatever it is, as long as it's consensual. And I think it's a lot of fun to figure that out. And and that's the nice thing about social media is you can kind of just find that group of people that you do fit in with and make connections. You know, it is nice for that. It is. It is. And if people would, you know, if people like, like from what we were saying earlier, if people would just like gravitate towards that, like the people that are, you know, more into like what you're into and stay away from the negativity, even though you're drawn to it. Like, just stay away from it. It's not helping you. Just, you know, stay away from it. No drama policy. I don't. I don't like that. Like, I guess it's fun to kind of watch. You know, it's it's 
I can I can appreciate it, but I don't like to get involved. There was um someone two days ago on Facebook, one of the Facebook uh, OnlyFans creators groups, a creator and buyer group. A guy posted like, "Hey, I just got my stimulus check. Like, post your link in a picture below and and tell me why you're a bad bitch." And I'm like, okay, I was an hour into it and there was 300 comments on that. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I did send him a message just saying like, here's my link. I know you got 300 comments, so I'm not going to bug you, but this is what I do. Um, I'm pretty extreme if, if that's what you were looking for by bad, bad bitch. And I sent him like my sex toy video, which is a 13 sec- second video of about half of my sex toys. It takes up my entire king size bed. And he was like, oh, I'm super interested, but give me a minute. Like I'm dealing with a war. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I I went through the comments and these girls are just like throwing a fit. Like you guys are just giving them free photos and just, and throwing a fit. And I'm like, okay. Like, do you have a, you know, it's to each their own. It's if you want to give away a preview of your content, one photo of your, how many photos you have, 200 to a million photos. I don't see a problem with it personally. And don't be yelling at these girls for giving away free content. That's Facebook safe, you know, Uh, let them do. But he was just, I'm just reading these comments. Like he's messaging me on the side, just like, I'm trying to deal with this, but this is hilarious. And just telling me where to go on it. And I'm like, I'm eating popcorn watching this. This is great. I'm so sorry. You have to deal with these crazy bitches. And he's just laughing. So he was a cool, cool person. He ended up buying a lot of content from a lot of different people that day. Like it's just, Stop telling other girls what to do. You know, I I get when you're trying to protect a little bit, but you don't need to start drama about it. You know, you can just maybe say your piece and then drop it, I guess, if you have to say something. But, you know, just saying, girls, be careful. This could be this. You don't need to instigate and be like, you're just a scumbag. You're not going to buy anything. And then girls are proving that he's buying stuff with pictures. It's like, you can just drop it. You don't need to create problems. You know, like people just like attention, I think. And it's, it's a struggle. Especially, yeah, like you need to, th- like in that situation, you need to think, all right, especially like with all the free t- content on the internet, if people are looking for custom stuff, whatever, whatever, you know, preview you're giving, I highly doubt, you know, he's going to be whacking, you know, like maybe he will, but I think he's looking for something else. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's exactly what it is. You, you got to figure that out for yourself, I guess. And, and for you to just yell at other people for it is kind of shitty, I think. But exactly. And here's another thing. Like, you, you got to be advised that your stuff is probably going to end up online, whether you like it or not. And I don't have a problem with it personally. Not that I really want my family necessarily to know. Like, I know my husband's family, a couple of them are really cool with the fact that we're open and poly, but we don't dare tell, like, my family or some of his family. Like, it's just not something we don't – because some people just don't understand it, you know. And it's not for everyone. It's actually quite a hard thing to deal with, especially with someone who's super emotional. But um, being an OnlyFans, you're going to be on the Internet, you know. There's always someone who's going to screenshot something and leak it somewhere and – don't let it bug you you know it is what it is you take that risk you have to understand that by doing this you probably are going to end up somewhere you know and it sucks but you're getting paid for it you know you get paid for what it is and as long as you get your money for it 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 should add up in the end you know and you can't let it bug you too much because it's it's part of the it's part of the gig you know right especially with custom stuff like like you said it's custom for that person like you know like yeah, it's not going to – it's more than likely not going to fucking, you know, stop you from getting any sales. Exactly. Yeah. That's, if anything, it might promote you. Like if your picture ends up online and it's just like one one video online of you doing something, 
can anyone tell me where they found this girl? Like, you see that all the time on, on I go to X videos a lot. Um, or I used to, at least. And you see it like, can anyone tell me where to find this person or who this person is? It's just a leaked video from somewhere, but it's this girl just getting railed in the ass or something. And it's like super hot, but I need to, and they'll put, that's the title, like, tell me where to find this. And you'll see a million comments. Okay, well, this is this person. It is networking in a way. So you have to understand that, you know, I could come back and help you. So don't let it hurt you. Yeah, that's a great point, man. There's no bad promotion. Right. That's true. Even like the negative comments on TikTok. I put up a video a while ago and I, I kind of stopped promoting on TikTok a little bit because I'm scared to get banned now that they're really buckling down on it. But I did some videos and I got some followers and I did a, a video of like me flogging and I was just like, God, I can't wait for the, the clubs to be back opened up. And it was just me flogging and being like dominant a little bit. And this one guy, like, I had a lot of po positive stuff, and I don't really follow it that much, but I just remember reading this one guy's comment, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just, I don't know. It seemed kind of negative, so I'm just like, okay. I mean, a comment's a comment. It's going to help me in the long run, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, this is just what I do. If you don't like it, you don't have to follow me, or if you like it, I don't know how to answer this question. I'm flogging. That is that is the term. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no, especially interaction. There's no bad interaction. If it's, you know, it's only bad if you interact and you like get like involved, like, you know, like you're going for hours on them. Like, you know, that's exactly right. <laughs> I used to do that. Like all my day, anyone post negative comments. I, cause I, I would respond to everyone and you know, hundreds a day and shit. And, it, but like even the negative ones and I'd spend the most time on those. And that just that, wrecks your whole mood. Bad for your mind. Yes, it really uh, is. You gotta uh, try yourself away. It may be tempting, but just uh, don't, don't fuck. And if it bugs you that much, just delete it. Like, if you can help it, delete the comment or block the person. Like, if it's gonna get to you, and that's fine. No shame in that. Exactly. Just focus on let it, let it happen. Leave it. Don't even take it off because that might, that might provoke others to, you know, comment some bad stuff, which is good interaction, which will get your, you know, hopefully get your stuff, you know, in front yeah. of more people's eyes. Just ignore it, but focus, just focus on the positive, you know, whether it's promoting or, you know, interacting with your fans, that's what you need to be focusing on. <laughs> Exactly. That's the big thing. If you can keep your fans happy, you're going to find more fans. Like people talk, I have referral links and the referrals do really well. Like you, if you refer someone, you get a free month and that's super convenient. You have to spend the time on the fans you have so they can tell people they know, like, look, I follow this girl that does everything kinky. Like if you want something, she'll do it. But you find people like that. And if you spend more time focusing on your fans than the negative shit that you, you're never going to get money from this person. You know, and it sucks that you have to look at it like that, but, I mean, focus on the people who are paying you, and that's where it's going to come in handy. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, so much of that. Oh, shit. Wife and kid are coming home, so. <laughs> no. Struggle. Yeah, yeah, you know, got to put them down and stuff. Understandable. Not not like put him down like a dog or something like. Not understandable. Then you wrecked it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gosh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Kids. I'm for kids. I I don't want kids of my own, but I like kids. That's good. Do not have kids. I would tell anyone to not have kids because why would you want to? Like it's so stressful, and why would you want to bring them into this world? It's because all hey, you yeah. want to do is protect them, and you can't. You can't. 
victim in this world. That's the struggle I have, and it's just, it's sad to see. And a lot of people just have kids because they're supposed to. And, like, I went to my friend's wedding last year, and it was just the whole, it was a very, like, religious wedding. And I, I, I don't know. Religion is what it is. Everyone's got their beliefs. But the wedding was based on, now, you're getting married to procreate and bring people into this world to teach them about Jesus and, and his name. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you're just you're just getting married to procreate and teach them about Jesus. This is your goal in life. This is your whole meaning of life. Like, uh, like don't just have kids because everyone else has kids. You don't have to have kids to be happy, you know? Like, and it's not like you have to make up your mind when you're young, too. Like, and I feel like finally people are kind of understanding that. Like, this generation... I mean, a lot of the time it was starting off really young for a while, and now this generation is kind of like, ah, oh, you know what, maybe maybe I'll wait and travel and see the world. And that's kind of what our initial plan was. Like, we wanted to travel and see the world and enjoy life. And we just kind of learned that life is kind of a shit show, and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't have to procreate to be happy. And kids are stressful, and they're little fucking crotch goblins, and they're evil sometimes. And if you don't put in the effort, they suck, and you have to do it right. And with the past that both my husband and I have had, we don't really want kids, so, you know? And a lot of our family has been fairly supportive with it, which is kind of nice, because I feel like it's a stereotype that it wouldn't be like that, but overall, we've had a lot of good support on it, and I feel like it's becoming more accepted, finally, and that's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, that's good. This is so... Oh, God. <laughs> Struggle. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love being a parent and everything. I love it. But it's so stressful, you know? It, it's, like, I, I would never say, like, I don't love my kid. Like, I, you know, I, I, if I had to do it over, like, I would. But for other people, like, you don't, I don't know if you really want to get into it, man. Because unless you're a psychopath and you really don't care about kids, like, you're going to, it's a lot. It's a lot of effort, and you actually have to put it in. And there's a lot of people that are just like, here, have a phone, and babysit with their phone, and their kids don't go outside, and they don't interact with other kids. It's just, here, play with this tablet. Like, that's not parenting, and it is not doing well for them. And it's just going to create problems, and it's just, it's not even worth having kids if that's what your plan is, you know? And it's just, it's sad. Like, let's plop your kid in front of the TV and give them a tablet, and that's going to be their life. And it's like, what's the point, you know? And I know yeah. there's some good out there, and I condone people who to work hard and, at being a parent, but it's just, it's hard to sit back from the sidelines and just watch people just, you know, not give their kids the same life that they deserve, you know, like that other kids can get. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, it's not, you know, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly you know for instance like right now i i'll have to uh, i gotta go now because you know gotta go yep. take care of the kids <laughs> yep it takes away a lot of your freedom so <laughs> you just gotta be prepared for that that's right that's right <laughs> all right so thanks so much for doing this this was great hopefully we could do it another time yeah later I'd... date yeah yeah absolutely definitely man all right thanks so much so that's it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you go follow Kinky Chef. Links are in the description. You can find it, uh, you know, you can find her links on mine, Cam Girl Diaries with an S, with a Z, and all that good stuff. So she'll probably be permanent co-host eventually. We'll we'll try it out. Let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, if you have any questions for Cam Girls, 
leave them in the comments or hit me up on any of the social medias that are over here in the sides and shit and we'll hook it up if you have questions for kinky chef definitely ask them because she's going to be on the show for she'll probably be the like i said she'll probably be the permanent co-host because uh you know i thought that was a great conversation that was that was a lot of fun you know got a little sad there though got a little sad i gotta say but you know hey whatever it is what it is that's how we roll and shit we all learning but yeah so tune in next week i think uh it's gonna be every friday no every thursday every thursday at noon We'll shoot for that. Every Thursday at noon, new episode. So, hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think in the comments. And if you're new, subscribe. So, as always, I'm Gary Gabagool, and this is Cam Girl Diaries. I'll check you later, Cockboy Nation. Oh, fuck yeah.